Hey all, this is Kennedy Hawk from the MCM Fan Podcast team. I'm here in week six of Deck of the Week. We've made it six weeks in a row, and this week we are finally revisiting Black Widow Protection. So this is a deck I've had up on the DB for a long time. It was a Black Widow Heroic Clearing deck back when I was playing Heroic against the Core Set, um, Wrecking Crew, and some of the Green Goblin villains. So I hadn't visited this deck in a long time, but a couple Discord users really encouraged me to come back and revisit this Black Widow Protection deck now that the Guardians cycle is complete. Unfortunately, a lot of the cards in the Guardian cycle really don't synergy or synergize with this type of Black Widow deck. Luckily, I had not revisited this deck for that entire Ant-Man through Scarlet Witch Wave, and there are a ton of cards in there that work. So, I'm going to go through the deck, we'll talk about some swaps and what the strategy for the deck is, and hopefully everybody will try it out and tell me how wrong or right I am on this heroic Black Widow Widow's Web type of deck. So, we have got five allies in our deck. We have Clea, Ironheart, let me restart. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm getting ahead of myself. What I always like to do is talk about the deck overview. So in Heroic, as most people know it, it can be a really daunting experience. No, we're not going to use Dauntless, um, but often the villain deck will throw multiple attacks at our heroes. Um, you'll draw an Assault, or you'll draw Claws Vengeance, or something else that triggers the villain attacking multiple times per villain phase, sometimes per player, which can be very difficult to keep your head above water when you're constantly defending and recovering and just treading water against villains. So it's really hard to make a controlling deck that succeeds well in Heroic. And I think one of the few heroes that can do it is Black Widow, because she is the queen of controlling decks with all of those amazing preparations that trigger during the villain phase. It really gives her the tricks she needs to be able to do these sorts of controlling aspects within a Heroic setup. And what we're going to do is, just like that old Heroic deck, we're going to focus on being able to absorb more than one villain attack per phase. So it's going to take us a while to get set up, but once we're set up, hopefully we're taking or soaking two to three attacks per phase. And we'll go through the deck, and then I'll talk about how exactly we're going to do that. So, back to the ally list. Um, we have five allies. We have Clea, Ironheart, Mockingbird, Starhawk, and Winter Soldier. I'd really like to fit multiple man in here, but I, I haven't yet, so I'm putzing around with it a little bit more. Uh, I'm not a big fan of multiple man all the time, but in Heroic, he's just such a power play to be able to shut down the villain phase by saying, here are three blockers for our team, everybody else, do what you need to do. Um, so, not yet, but hopefully I'll figure that out. For events, we have Covert Ops times two, Dance of Death times two. We have three copies of Never Back Down, which is from the Quicksilver pack. That's the one that when you defend against an attack, add plus two defense. If you take no damage, also stun the enemy. We've got two copies of Perseverance from the Wasp pack, and two copies of Sidestep from the Quicksilver pack. We've got our three basic resources, a Quinn Carrier and a Safe House. You could swap this Quinn Carrier for a Helicarrier. It's really there to try to trigger Sidestep, um, but it's not essential. But it's also nice when something comes up in the villain phase that says, spend one of each resource or you're doomed. Quinn Carrier can help you with that, Helicarrier can't. So if you're playing in multiplayer and someone else wants Quinn Carrier, you can back off. That's probably okay. We've got Safe House 29, which is anything but safe and heroic. Um, in heroic mode, it is really hard to justify flipping. So Safe House actually isn't a huge priority like it is when you're normally playing Black Widow, but it's still a really good card. Like if you draw into it, play it. It's not going to hurt you. We've got 19 whopping upgrades. So we've got one copy of Armored Vest. We've got all our Black Widow upgrades. So that's two attack robotics, two of the gauntlets, two grappling hooks, synth suit, and two widow's bites. Um, we have also got one copy of Downtime, two copies of Espionage, two copies of Energy Barrier, two copies of Hard to Ignore from Galaxy's Most Wanted, 
one copy of Nerves of Steel from Quicksilver, and one copy of Unflappable from Doctor Strange. So that is a crazy amount of upgrades. Just remember with Black Widow, a lot of those upgrades are kind of like delayed events, right? You put a preparation down, you discard the preparation triggered its ability. So those upgrades aren't staying out forever. In fact, if we look through them, only Armored Vest, the two gauntlets, downtime, um, hard to ignore, Nerves of Steel and Unflappable will stay out there forever. So it's like, oh, and Ensign Suit. So it's like 10 of the 19 upgrades will stay out forever. The rest of them have uses or are preparations. So they can, they can still clog up your deck, which is annoying. Um, so yeah, that's the deck. Let's talk about how we get to soaking those multiple villain attacks. So obviously everybody has access to allies, so we're not going to talk about saying, oh, well, you could block with Clea, and then you could block with Black Widow, because everybody can do that, right? You're playing heroic, include two-cost allies. It makes sense. That's why we have Ironheart, that's why we have Clea, that's why we have Starhawk, because they're good. Um, we've got a few other options here. So one is that we can defend and play Never Back Down. If we have Armor Vest and our Synth Suit out, we're now getting up to a base 6 defense with this Never Back Down. So we're probably going to take no damage. That lets us trigger things like Hard to Ignore and Unflappable, but it also stuns the villain. So you're defending, taking no damage, and then you're eating up another activation with that stun you've placed. And if it's a 3-player game, or if they've drawn a bunch of extra activations, someone else may have stunned them, that gets absorbed, you defend the next attack and stun them again, and that absorbs one more attack. And now you've gotten a ton of value from just one defense. Natasha does like to flip, so I have two copies of Perseverance in here, so another way we can do this is we can flip up and play Perseverance. We can then face tank a hit with our tough status, and then defend, um, again, with our four defense to absorb some of that damage, keeping people in hero form longer. And then both of those combos actually work with Synth Suit, right? So Synth Suit has the ability that when a preparation you control triggers, you exhaust Synth Suit to ready Black Widow. So if you've defended with Black Widow, so you've already exhausted Black Widow at that point. Um, you could cancel the boost card with something like Attack Erratics, and then use Synth Suit to ready. You could defend another attack and use Never Back Down, and you could stun on that second one, absorbing three attacks, which just goes on and on and on and gets crazier and crazier the more triggers and activations you have. So that's the gist of the deck. Um, it works pretty well. Just a couple more tips and tricks I thought I would go through. Um, because you're defending every round, you're going to take a lot of damage. Some people have asked me, well, well, how do you decide between downtime and endurance? Typically, I'm the type of player that puts endurance in every deck, but I've recently changed that in a couple decks, and this is one of them. Um, if I can put downtime onto a character that flips a lot, so I know I'm going to have a chance to use their recover, and I can get their recover over half their health, then downtime can be really good. So with downtime, you get Natasha up to a 5 recover. That gives a lot of value to flipping down, which you're already getting a ton of value from with Natasha's kit. So it's going to make it more enticing to do good things, which is good, rather than making it enticing to do bad things, which tend, tends, to, tends to be bad. Um, we do have other reductions. So we have Sidestep and Energy Barrier. I thought about putting Subdue in there. That's one of the new cards from the Guardian's Way that minus three on a villain's attack when they attack. Um, that one's pretty good because you don't have to defend to play it. But it also doesn't trigger with things like Nerves of Steel, and it doesn't deal damage back. Ultimately, I decided to put Sidestep in, but I think you could swap those. You'd probably drop Nerves of Steel altogether, and then drop the two Sidesteps and Nerves of Steel to put in three copies of Subdue. So you want to try your new cards? You still can. Be sure to plan your flips appropriately. I've said this a couple times. Um, in heroic games, sadly, flippy floppy heroes like Black Widow and Miss Marvel and She-Hulk... They simply cannot afford to flip every round. Like, if you flip every round, you are setting your team further back than you are gaining ground on the villain. So be sure to plan your flips after you've played Covert Ops. 
And since you're the protection player and people are planning on you defending, make sure you've got an ally to block with, or make sure you've just stunned the villain, or that you're going to get a tough out so that you can help your team recover from you flipping. Because every player in Heroic should be thinking about, when I flip down, my entire team suffers, and I have to make sure my flip brings enough value to offset the suffering that my team takes over. Um, I mentioned this already, but make your defenses worth it. So you're going to want to make sure that you, once you're set up, that you can defend and trigger unflappable and hard to ignore. Honestly, if you could get to three hard to ignores in this deck and just defend every round to take no damage and remove three from the main scheme, you're doing like two people's jobs, which sounds stupendous. So um, make those defenses worthwhile because you're going to be defending a lot. I consider putting Preemptive Strike in here because it's another defense card. It lets you steal attacks from other players, but you don't really want to absorb a ton of damage when you're not using your base defense. And it also competes with Attack Robotics, which is already a hero response that cancels boost cards. So ultimately, I decided not to run it. But you could swap that for something like Pinpoint Strike. Um, the last thing is just, like I said earlier, note that a lot of the Guardian Cycle cards don't really fit Natasha's playstyle. I tried True to Grit for a while, which was after your hero defends against an enemy attack. Remove threat from a scheme equal to your hero's thwart. This is only worthwhile if someone plays heroic intuition on you. When you're at two thwarts, paying two costs to remove two threat after you defend just means you have no cards to play with later. So it wasn't super um, super entertaining to me, and it didn't work out very well. Um, Subdue is definitely something to try out. I don't think that that's a bad card. Leading blow, again, not going to work. Hard knocks, not like super, super helpful and kind of expensive. Deflection, all that kind of stuff. Just all the stuff that's forcing you to try to stay at high health really doesn't work well with Black Widow. I thought about, and I've done this in other decks, ran a bunch of first hits in Nova because you can start to kill minions as they attack because you are going to see a ton of minions in Heroic. Um, but ultimately, it just didn't didn't fit in this deck when I was trying to cram in all of these defense events, defense boosts, and make my defenses worthwhile. So that is Widow's Web, the deck. As always, you can see the DB link in the deck in the show notes below. So be sure to check that out, and hopefully I'll get back to putting some YouTube videos on our channel soon, because I've been recording videos with all these decks, but I just haven't had the time to edit them and look for gameplay mistakes, which I always make. So that is Deck of the Week for this week. I hope you all enjoyed it, and we will see you all next Saturday for a new Deck of the Week.